Hey, hello and welcome. You're listening to the Evolvepreneur Secret Show for Entrepreneurs, and I'm your host, Brian Silverthorne. And it's always my mission to help entrepreneurs make a difference and to navigate the often challenging worlds of startup and growth or relaunch. And today we're going to dig deep with our guest and get you some great concepts and strategies to fast track your business. And our special guest today is Suzanne Kohlberg. And Suzanne is a author and coach who helps overgivers and people pleasers learn to set boundaries and say no without feeling bad or without feeling mean. Welcome to the show, Suzanne. Thank you so much for having me, Brian. I'm happy to have you here and anxious to learn a little bit about what you got going on. So why don't we start off by you letting everybody know where you're hanging out. I was going to say I'm hanging out in the future <laughs> because I'm joining you from Sydney, Australia. So it's actually always often oh, the next right. day here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it probably is. <laughs> so it's, well, actually it's about midday, well, no, mid-morning here. So I don't know where it is there. But it's 5 a.m. here the following day. I, you're up bright and early. Okay. I sure uh, am. It's 5 a.m. tomorrow for me. So <laughs> Future's looking good, Brian. Yeah, it is. Excellent. I'm happy to hear that. So what inspired you to get into this business? It's a very long story, but to cut it really, really short, I, in my entrepreneurial journey, was originally a weight loss coach because personally I had released, I say released and not lost because I never want to find it again, 171 pounds. Whoa. And I, but the thing is, I never loved coaching weight loss as such because I never told people how to eat or exercise or weighed them in or out. I was much more interested in why people overconsumed in the first place, which from my point of view is often because of very poor boundaries and saying yes to everybody else and no to themselves. Okay. So you transitioned from weight loss to what you're doing now because I guess the, the boundary general definitions are about the same. Yeah, well, it's basically the same thing. It's funny you're saying your show is about like relaunch. So I recently rebranded is in within the last two months. And a lot of my clientele followed me along because I do the same thing. However, I think you know, in business, the clearer we get on our niche, or you guys might say niche. <laughs> I love the pronunciations for different countries. It's you know, speaking to your ideal person. And when I speak to weight loss, especially if I show any of my pictures. The person who is attracted to that is, I want the after. I want to buy that. And that isn't my niche. My niche are the people who are aware that they know what to do, but they just don't do it. Okay. Got it. Yeah, there is a, a, a good distinction there. So once you were getting started or when you were getting started with your redirection, rebranding, well, what was the biggest challenge? The biggest challenge was, so with weight and then, oh, it's, this might be my own mindset. I'll, I'll preface it with this, but with weight loss, it's a tangible result as in we work together. I weigh this and then I weigh that, even though I never asked them the number, but it's something tangible. But when I speak to boundaries, it's not, it wasn't as clear to me to convey in what I actually do and what they're actually going to get from the process. Because I work with people pleasers, investing in themselves can be very, very challenging because they're so busy looking after everybody else it's like, well, what do we actually do? What do I get from this? And I found that the people who are, who wanted that specific thing weren't really my people. My people, were, they just kind of got it. I, I'm not probably not explaining this very well. I'll blame it on being early. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I understand. I, you're explaining it good enough for me. So, uh, so you're up and running with the new brand. What's your current focus? My current focus is on getting in front of more people, hence podcasting, hence being here. And I think that's a really great question for anybody in business. When I was new, I did everything. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I had my finger in a lot of pies and I felt all I really did was respond to spam. (laughs) (laughs) So now I've just finished rebranding and relaunching my website and um, I do a lot of podcast guesting and eventually we're starting my own podcast. That's my reach strategy to um, gather people who resonate with my message. Okay, great. So it sounds like you got a plan, which is... uh, um a lot better than than a lot of people at this particular point. So do you have a particular vision or goal for your business, say, three years from now? So three years from now, I would love to be being invited to podcasts rather than pitching. And I have my signature program called Why Wait, which runs four times a year on the school terms because I have young children. And it suits me. The lady who teach boundaries needs to enforce her own first and just to entirely drop my one-to-one coaching and just have my program be my entire focus. Okay, great. So you, you've got a plan. Um, it, is there any particular roadblocks that you see standing in the way between you and where you want to get? Uh, I think, and I'm sure many people in business can relate, it's an entrepreneurial thing. We teach what we most need to know so that we can learn it. When my own overgiving and people-pleasing tendencies come in, Um, so yeah, I'd say at times I can be my own greatest roadblock, but other than that, it feels pretty solid. Okay, good. Excellent. Um, so I know you've got a book out. So how is, what's the purpose of that? Did you want to impart some great information or use it as a lead generator or both? Well, originally I wrote the book purely for personal reasons because I had been on a weight journey. I was obsessed with before and after stories and I found so many of them were before my life was terrible and after my life was amazing like Disney princess. They never had any up and downs and I was like, am I the only person who lost and regained and lost and regained so much weight? And I figured that I just had to write the book myself. So that's that book was about my weight journey. There'll be a second book coming. It's funny, my weight book is called The Beginning Is... bad word as my son would say (laughs) and my entrepreneurial journey will be coming next and that's going to be called the messy middle (laughs) okay oh good well you you sound like you've got everything organized and and got a plan for everything now the 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 key is to get it implemented correctly but i'm guessing you're going to do that so to help you out here who is your ideal client and who do they find you My ideal client is somebody who I'd say is an overdoer, so kind of flits from thing to thing to thing, the bright, shiny object syndrome chaser who's like the next program, the next coach, the next podcast that I listen to is going to have all the answers. They're really good at consuming information, food, whatever it is, but they're not so good at implementing and they will drop everything to look after parents, siblings, children, like, you know, people pleasers who put themselves last. And how they find me currently is mostly through referral or somebody like recommends a podcast that I've guested on. And basically it's to the work I do with them. 
is to, you know, fit your own oxygen mask that self first isn't selfish and how to, you know, say no to others in a way that feels good so that you can say yes to yourselves. I like that uh, phrase being self first isn't selfish. So yeah, if you can't take care of yourself, uh, it's, it's a little difficult to help others with them, what the, the problems that they may have that you're qualified or capable of helping them with. Yeah, so I was explaining to my children the other day, they're a bit young, but they'll get it, that M is for mother or mum, as they call me, not mm -hmm. for Marta <laughs> or maid. <laughs> That's good stuff. Um, so uh, is there any question that maybe I should have asked to this point, but didn't get around to yet? I I always like to think back to like, what would I, what advice would I give myself when I was starting out in business? Because that phase can be very overwhelming. Okay. So have you thought about that? What advice would you have given to yourself? I would let myself know that my best gets to get better because whenever I'm in a crossroads or making a decision or feeling that overwhelm, and then I learn something new or I try something and it doesn't turn out how I thought, I can beat myself up, as I'm sure many of us do. But reminding myself that I always do my best and my best gets to get better makes me feel like there isn't any mistakes. There's more like an abundance of attempts. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's that old uh, uh, story about Thomas Edison. You know, he said he found 10,000 ways how not to make a light bulb before he figured it out. So... It, yes, and I think that's. I didn't mean to talk over you, Brian. I apologize. No, no, that's I think... okay. I, 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 it's it depends on your point of view and your attitude. So I, that goes hand in hand with what you just said. I think. Yeah, as I say, I think that's the key in business. So often we can do something, launch something, write something, but oh, that didn't turn out how I hoped. But we didn't know until we try. And also, just because it doesn't take off straight away. I was just talking about my book the other day with somebody and I was like, it didn't do as well as I'd hoped. And she's like, how long has it been out for? And I'm like, a year. And she's like, do you know Jen Sincero? I'm like, yes. Her book sat on the shelf for, I can't remember, about three years before anyone took it up. So sometimes when you do something, just because it doesn't roll instantly doesn't mean it isn't going to. And that yeah. just gives me so much relief. <laughs> That's good. That's true. Yeah. I had a buddy of mine tell me a long time ago, he says, you know, I've never lost at anything. He said, I either won or I learned something. So that's another way, I think, to say what you what you said here earlier. And but, who are uh, you becoming by doing the thing? Are you only looking at the result, the income, yeah. the likes, the followers? What about your own learnings and journey and who you become as a result of? I think we yes. lose sight of that a lot. Exactly. Well, we're getting toward the end here. It's got a lot of good information so far. <laughs> you got any final thoughts? Uh, my favorite quote from Sophia Bush is you can be a masterpiece and a work in progress simultaneously. So holding those two truths whenever you're going about anything just reminds you to keep taking those baby steps each day. That's great advice. I appreciate that. This has been extremely interesting and I'll use that last little bit tidbit of advice to say this is a wrap on another great guest episode of the Evolvepreneur Secret Show for Entrepreneurs. And just before you leave, if you liked it, please give us a five-star review and maybe share it with a few friends. If you want to make sure you uh, catch all the upcoming episodes or catch up on some you may have missed, go to evolvepreneursecrets.show. And if you're an entrepreneur and you got a great idea rolling around in your head, let's get started on it today. Thanks for listening.